And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey everyone, Zach here. We're having an amazing day, and I'm excited to share some uh, really cool story with you here right now. And I think it's going to embody the spirit that uh, you and I need to have in order to hit the goals that um, that you want to hit and that we want to hit, and um, and and really move into the to the life that um, that we want because we're all here to get a result, right? I know you're not listening to this podcast because you're bored and you are <laughs> just looking for something else to listen to, but because you're looking to get a result in your life. And so I want to um, help you get there. So this past this past weekend, um, I went to a, a men's retreat. It was absolutely epic. I am um, just so, uh, <laughs> so fired up. It was so, so awesome. Um, it was a a large, a very, very large um, uh, Christian men's conference, and uh, basically it was a two and a half day event, and um, and there was you know a couple seminars in there, um, but it was this huge outside event. So it was twenty five hundred dudes there. It's all outside. Um, we we met when we did the seminar things like in this gigantic tent. But one of the entire days was basic. Well, actually, on every day, but one of the days. The, the core thing was um, like field games. And so when I say field games, I mean like the most intense physical stuff that you could do. And we were, there's 40 teams. Um, so our team had 50 people on it. Um, you know, so one team had 70 teams or 70 people. Most teams were around like the 30 to 40 mark somewhere in there. Um, and so out of 40 teams and 2,500 people, um, our core group of guys, there's 50 of them total, but really there's only about 25 to 30 of us competing. Um, we came in second. And so we're really, really proud of that. And for those of you that have played, played sports and stuff growing up, you kind of know what it feels like to be a part of that team, that brotherhood or that sisterhood and that like take down your enemy. And, um, it was just so fun to like build, build that camaraderie and also like do this, uh, do these games. Because I mean, when I say games, like games is a very, <laughs> very open word. Um, these were incredibly intense. Um, like some of the most physically challenged, challenging stuff you could do, um, in a team environment. And so, uh, my voice is probably sounding a little different now because I was so busy, <laughs> um, uh, competing and screaming for our teammates, um, and stuff like that. And what's really, really cool is we did come in second. Of course, we wish we came in first. Um, but we had multiple people in leadership come up to us, to our team, and um, commend us for how honorable we treated 
um, the other team members, how encouraging we were to people on other teams um, when we would win or lose versus them, uh, how we treated the refs and things like that. And um, it was just so cool to be a part of that. Um, I was not a captain. There was two other captains, two friends of mine were the captains of our team. So they really deserve um, uh, all the credit really for for creating that culture in our team and it was just so cool to see them in action when you know you know guys get really heated right in competition and some maybe a call is unfair or something like that and you know one of our guys would get in the face of the ref or something like that and you know our captain would would get up in in our guy's face and say hey stop it stop it you need to honor the ref right now and um and it was just so cool to kind of see that come through and then um by the end one of the, the last event that we did um we, we were the last team to finish because we were waiting on other teams to compete against so we we're way late like two hours past um, a lot of the other teams that were competing were starving um and you know we're trying to get into the session and it's like nine o'clock at night we're supposed to be in there at seven it's like nine o'clock at night and the last team that we're supposed to compete against finally comes up to us and they say they say hey um basically do you guys want to just like both not compete in this event and we'll both take the full points the refs already agreed to it we'll both take the full points no one in this event has got the full points yet and so it'll help you it'll help us and we can all go into the session earlier and our captain came over to us and he he basically said the exact same thing to us he presented that question to us there's 22 of us left at the time because a lot of people kind of you know had to go or gassed out um whatever and uh, he presented it to us, and the second the like words left his mouth, I'm so proud of everyone. Everyone was like, "Heck, freaking no! Like, are you kidding me? We're totally gonna go. We're totally gonna compete. We're not taking any free points." And um, and we ended up mopping the floor with them, which was awesome. <laughs> um, but I was so proud of of them because I mean, for all of us, I think for a split second. We did like say, think in our head like, oh, okay, maybe we should take the points, right? Maybe we should just go in and it seems logical. But then it was like, no, dude, like we can't do that. We can't take those freebies. Um, we can't, we can't like be unhonorable and take, you know, in that case, 12 points where we didn't earn them. Um, and so we, we actually got 11 points. So we, I think we got the highest score anyway um, that anyone got and we earned it. And so it was really cool. But I got this... Um, uh, just incredible experience there. And anyway, I think it kind of embodies, um, it embodies the story that I want to tell you right now, or, the, and, uh, and I want you to take this. Um, so the name of the conference that we went to was, was called warrior. And, uh, and it sounds so manly and it is, it's pretty cool. Um, and my, my friend pointed out, he's like, that's really cheesy, you know, like you went to a men's conference called warrior and you did a bunch of Superman things and played field games. Um, and he's like, but it works. Like it totally works right? Like, like there's nothing against it. It it totally works. And it does, you know, it's like, wow, yeah, you're totally right. It is kind of cheesy, but it's like, who freaking cares, right? Let's warrior. So, okay. You probably know of Alexander the Great. I mean, this is one of the best military, uh, leaders, um, that we know of, um, in history. Um, he's, by the time he was 25 years old, he had conquered, um, much of the known world. Um, he fought in or commanded in over 70 battles. And one of the craziest things about him is that he had a very small army, comparatively speaking. So he was going into a battle. And at this point, he's, he's already, you know, <laughs> on a rampage and, and, and kind of, you know, taking, every, taking everyone down around him. But he, he's fighting with 40,000 men, which might sound like a lot. But when you consider the fact that his opponents had hundreds of thousands of men, that's a big, big gap, right? It's a huge difference. So he's going into a battle and it's in a valley. 
And so they're, they're entering into the valley. And if you know anything about, about, <laughs> about battles, is like having the low ground is generally not so good. So they have the low ground. They're entering into a valley. And what he didn't know is that the, the encampment or the enemy that he was going to attack had actually spoken with other kings of nearby regions um, and basically formed an alliance to take out Alexander, take him out, take out their armies. And so while they were marching towards the the enemy, what they didn't know is that on both sides of them, so now there's three ways, forward and left and right, on three sides of them is an enemy with hundreds of thousands of soldiers. And they're walking straight into a terrible trap. Well, he had scouts up on some of these mountains. And the way that they would communicate back then is with uh, like drummer boys. And, you know, boom, 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 boom. And they would be able to, they would communicate with these drums. And so one drummer boy on one mountain would, boom, 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 And they would send that, that noise across the, the mountains. And then the next drummer boy would pick it up on the next mountain over and boom, 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 and replicate the sound and have it travel across to the next mountaintop and boom, 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 boom. And this is how they, they would get the message across. So the scouts up on these mountains saw what was about to happen. They saw the enemy was in front and that there was flanks coming in to destroy Alexander the Great and his whole army. Now, now Alexander was up with some of the scouts and when they relayed the information to him, like they're hearing the drum sounds, when he, when they hear that, he says, what did they say? And they tell him what's going on. And so he thinks about it for a second. He says, okay, play retreat and the, the boy starts getting like really really scared. oh my gosh what he said play retreat and he gets super super scared he sees the armies closing in and the boy is like frozen in time pale flushed all the blood rushes out of him oh my boy maps him in the face play retreat now Oh yeah. He's freaking out. He thinks the boy is completely shell-shocked, and he is. He's not moving. There's the heat of the battle. Enemies closing in. They're about to get smoked, and the kid won't move. So why aren't you playing the freaking song? Beat the drums. I, I, I don't know retreat. You don't know retreat? What? When I, saw, when I learned the drums to, to play for you, Alexander, I, I never thought I'd have to learn. So he composes himself. And Alexander turns the, turns the boy. Then play attack. If you know the rest of the story, they go on to win that battle. And we know him as Alexander the Great. The reason I tell you that story is because you and I need to have a posture of attack, a posture of offense. The best defense is a great offense. So many times we think about these back doors, these abilities to retreat, these abilities to quit. And it is not about the tactics and the strategies that we implement 
that ultimately determines our success. It's what's in between our ears that determines it. That's why I can hand over these strategies at Rebels to people and they won't win sometimes. I can hand them over to other people and they will sometimes. I can hand them over to other people and they will win forever. And it's not about the strategies, although the strategies are very, very important, as you know, and we talk about them, but it's ultimately about you and me. And if we're constantly retreating or constantly attacking, the only reason that I believe we finally broke through is because we had eight years at that point of unrelenting attack. Eight years. And then things unlocked. Then the strategies came into be, the rebel strategies, and we got results very, very quickly. But it was eight years of attacking. And then it broke. I'm unabashedly a faith-based Christian. My family is. That's how we lead our life. And the reason I say that is because I'm going to share with you um, a, a very brief scripture. It's called the, the Whole Armor of God, and it's the writer. His name is Paul, and he's writing. He says, put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, take up the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith, which you'll quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And my question to you is, what part of that armor was missing? It's the back. There's nothing on the back protecting from retreat, protecting from backing up. We are meant to charge. We are meant to go forward. We are meant to take ground. <clears throat> and the only way you will take ground in business is if you have an unrelenting, ferocious mentality about that. We talked about that last week. We're continuing this week. So with that, guys, I hope that this story has resonated with you. It's resonated with me immensely. And uh, we'd love and appreciate each and every one of you. Hopefully this podcast turned out well because actually in the middle of me recording this, my recording stopped and I had no idea. So I actually finished this whole podcast and then looked down and realized that I had to uh, cut it in the center and start back up again. So um, hopefully uh, hopefully this all came through okay. But um, if you found value, in this, found value in this episode or any of these episodes, um, please leave a review and a rating, um, whatever you think it deserves. I hope it's five stars. I hope I've earned those five stars and that review from you. Um, but leave a review and a rating as to what you think it deserves. So anyway, guys, um, we love you. We appreciate you big time and excited to uh, see you in the next episode. Talk to you soon.